I think we were off. Uh, it's alright. <laughs> okay. All that goes. Uh, but yeah. Oh, who am I this week? I usually open up with it as a different person each week. Um, this week I'm Cheryl and you're not my fucking supervisor. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Whoopi is not my normal co-host. But don't worry, he's not a replacement for all you battle stands. Uh, Battle Stan, that's a hard nickname. That's a, it's a hard nickname. I'm bad at his name. K-pop Army <laughs> Battle Stan. <laughs> BTS could never. <laughs> they probably not. They they could actually. I'm not gonna try it. I bet Battle has Stan. I bet you. Uh, you see them fucking dreads, man. <laughs> oh yeah. But yeah, absolutely. The, those dulcet tones you hear is a dear friend of mine, <laughs> Robert. Now, hey. Now he's gonna be part of our content team because I want to give you some fresh shit all the time and some new shit. So I felt like this little quick side stories episode would be a good way to usher him into the fold. So uh, you want to just like introduce yourself? Yeah, what's up? I'm Robert, uh, Robert Kogel. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, that kind of stuff. Um, I think content team wise, I'm more gonna be in a writing capacity, but. I'll drop in every once in a while. You'll hear my voice in different formats. That's sweet, sweet, dulcet tone. Now, we've met much like being battle met <laughs> within yeah. a meme group. Yeah. Yeah, the, but then we became little tight friends. We met up IRL. I took yes. a 21-hour bus drive to go hang out with them. <laughs> hey, I hope it was worth it. It was. No, it was definitely worth it. <laughs> but, so this week... I really just wanted to, I, I had like a serial killer episode keyed up, you know, we're doing a black serial killers thing, we're going to do the zebra killings, Yes. but what just happened in the news really like, <laughs> it bothered me, and not, the story itself is horrible, mm. but the narrative around it that I see people are using is what's really <laughs> pissing oh, yeah. me off. There's a lot of people from my high school posting some real ignorant shit on their Facebooks right now. <laughs> yeah, all these everyone, oh. everyone from high school is just showing their fucking ass. Well, all all the C students in high school will say <laughs> they're all shooting low. They're staying on yeah. brand now. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'll just I'll get into it and then I'll give you like my personal thoughts at the end. I try to hold my commentary, <laughs> but this is the case of five year old. Hannon Hannett in North Carolina. So, you probably already know what happened. Uh, this little boy, five year old, was shot dead by his neighbor while riding a bicycle in his yard, playing with his sisters this weekend. So, like I said, he's playing outside his father's house with his two sisters, ages seven and eight, inside Wilson around 5.30 ish on a Sunday when Darius fucking Simmons just walked up to him and shot him in the head. Now, from the family's account, like they knew him they were like friends with him the night before right, they had area. him yeah and the night before that they had him over for dinner 
and everything seemed fine. The police don't have a motive because, like, they just don't have one yet. But they said that when it happened, they first thought that they were playing around. Like, he was pretending to shoot him and he fell over. But then they realized after he ran off what the horror of what actually happened. Yeah. And, well, and those are, like, the scariest crimes. Like, yeah, just get ran up. Came out of like nowhere, that. someone you knew, like, yeah, totally it, random. There's no way to really react to that. And the family, the mother said that after the initial shock, she ran inside and called the police. Just everyone was just in disbelief of the whole ordeal. And cops arrested him the following day. It was quick. They got him, you know, didn't kill him. <laughs> but I didn't kill him, but they got him in custody and they're trying to figure out like exactly why he did it. And the issue I'm seeing around this is first off, you know, the young boy is white, the perpetrator mm. is black, and now people are first off offended that they aren't putting the races in the headlines. Even uh, I don't know what headlines y'all been reading, but I've seen it in every, every single headline. headline. It's been outlined. And then people are also saying shit like, oh, the media is silent on this. No one's talking about this. And it's like, everyone's talking about this. Literally everyone. Every, it's it's headlining news like yeah. the day it happened they started a GoFundMe and for like 5,000 bucks for funeral calls and they reached like $325,000 the following day like everyone cared there's not a single person out there who doesn't care about a child getting murdered by a random man <laughs> I don't know like who this person that you know all these people on Facebook are building up in their mind of like Oh, it's a white kid, so I don't care that he got shot in the head in his yard. Like, come on. You have to be a heartless son of a bitch to not give a shit. That person doesn't exist. Like, everybody's worried about that. Everyone, yeah, because it's a child. (laughs) Yeah. And the biggest thing that's pissing me off about this is that we just need to stop using a child's murder as a pawn in our race, in like a made up Mm -hmm. race war that these people on Facebook have in their head. Like, they don't really care that the media isn't giving attention they only care that the media isn't fitting their narrative to what they want to hear that's the real issue they have they care that you know it it, it wasn't it wasn't like a police officer who did it it was a criminal a criminal because he had a long rap sheet drug offenses illegal weapons and people are upset about the fact that it happened and they're like you're not giving it the same attention as you gave like george floyd's killer well because it wasn't a police officer who's supposed to uphold the law who killed him. Right. Like, and his, fam- and his family is not going to not get justice because, again, they already got the person who did it. Right. <laughs> they arrested him the next day. So they're going to get justice on a silver platter, as they should, because this is a heinous crime. But the other family, like uh, Elijah McClain, Breonna Taylor, they're not going to get that same benefit of having justice handed to them on a silver platter. They're fighting on it. That's why there's two different kinds of outrage when it comes to these two very different cases. <laughs> well, and what gets me the most is that, like, this is your best comparison that you can pull up of, like... Yeah, like, this is, this is it. Th- this is the one that you're like, ah, oh, these cases, they match up perfectly. You know, black guy kills white kid versus white officer kills black adult. Exactly the same. Where are the where are my riots? Where, where are the protests? We got them, though. That's it. What are you protesting? Exactly. (laughs) Justice? Okay, we're working on it. We're working on it. He'll be going to court. I'll be right there on court TV watching. Yeah. 
And another reason I know for a fact that this is not legit is that there there are instances of cops killing white people that like they could be using. Yeah. They could be using, but so they don't want to be anti-cop, so they just compare a criminal killing a child. Like that's, that's the best they fucking got. And it's like, instead of just respecting... It's a child. We shouldn't be using a child's death as a pawn for an argument. Like, respect Especially that. such a weak argument. Yeah, like, just respect the, like, like, respect the family, the laws, warn the child, warn the laws. Don't twist yeah. it around to fit your own shitty narrative. I didn't know about their GoFundMe. That's awesome. That, yeah, you know, I'll be putting it in the show notes them. too because like that's just an important thing to do. Yeah, I kept seeing that argument on Facebook and I was like, all right, so if you care so much, are you donating? Like, did you donate to the program yeah. on me? <laughs> are, are you trying to be there helping out the family? Like instead of saying, where's the outrage? Why don't you open your purse up? How about that? <laughs> yeah. Well, because like that's productive. That's, yeah, that's actually doing They're not something. trying to be productive. I just want to share something on Facebook. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to have any work. Right. Well, and you, you don't actually care about the case. What you care about is like having a gotcha, like uh, an argument with your, you know, your friends who've been sharing stuff on like Breonna Taylor. And it is, I saw one post from a chick in high school. She was like, are oh, they going to paint murals about him? Say his name. I was like, you got an art degree. You better go. Say. I mean, you better go find a water. Like if you care that <laughs> Hit much. Up Marshall's and like go listen, buy some paint. Yeah, I'll, I'll chip in if you want to. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I love street art. <laughs> More murals. <laughs> More murals. Let's do it. Like, yeah. Uh, it's just bothersome and insane. I just had to get that off my chest. As it develops, we're going to like cover it more intensely. Like I plan on doing a full background check on the, uh, Darius because like the little bit it's I- It's an interesting case. The little bit I did see and it said that he had a history of like drug use and like possession of firearms and shit like that. So honestly, if you want to make an argument, we can make an argument of firearms. <laughs> but Absolutely. You know, why was this person who like already had a rap sheet maybe? Of, with violent crime still had a gun yeah 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 but i mean they don't want to have that they, conversation they, about they, they ain't ready for either. that yeah they ain't ready for that <laughs> god forbid yeah they're gonna they're gonna complain if we try to politicize it that way so Dan- yeah damn if you do you damn if you don't either way they gotta lick that boot <laughs> they're quite shiny at this point <laughs> But yeah, that that was just my rant. I had to get that off my chest because it was bothering me. But like I said, with uh, Robert and also Kelly, you'll be hearing them on our live streams too when we talk about mm-hmm. like weird and dumb crimes because we're bringing that back. So uh, let's get on hop on our segue here. Skirt. <laughs> right to our weird crime. Okay, so this one is a little bit older. It's from November of 2019. It is a dismemberment, which, you know, you hear... Not so much in frequent news, but if you like go through true crime podcasts, it like it seems like it's constant. Yeah, they make it they you know, ramp it up a lot. And <laughs> yeah, I I like grew up hearing about dismemberments constantly, and I'm just like waiting for it to show up in my local news, and it just doesn't. It's like the '90s with quicksand. I thought quicksand would be a lot more present in my adult life than it. Ever oh yeah, was. Tom and Jerry really got me there. <laughs> so this was a, a Russian case. Uh, this uh, well-known Russian historian. You know, he worked at a college in St. Petersburg. He had a relationship with a student. Like, uh, they were living together relationship. Like, you know, they go way back. (laughs) And he was caught in kind of an unusual way. He ended up getting drunk while trying to dispose of the body. 
Um, As one would, you know, because <laughs> you need that liquid, yeah. that, that liquid courage to dump a cork. <laughs> you know, if you're not like brave enough to dispose of the body, maybe just skip the whole like, murder part at all. <laughs> maybe uh, this ain't it, chief. <laughs> yeah, so they found him in a river with some of the arms. Uh, oh, there were multiple arms. Uh, yeah, both of them, in fact. <laughs> uh, so he ended up killing her via gunshot and then decapitated the body, took off the arms. He hadn't completely disposed of the body yet, it seems like. And he had plans to kill himself. So it was going to be like murder-suicide. But the really... Murder-dismemberment-suicide. Dismemberment-suicide, yeah. He had, he had, he had yeah. an extra stout. <laughs> Which, okay, so this guy, clearly, clearly horrible criminal... And I'm I'm honestly glad that he was caught instead of having that opportunity to kill himself. To get an easy way out, yeah. Yeah, you know, because we deserve to know more about the situation. Like, if you look up photos of these two, there's there's no world in my mind where these two end up together. Um, <laughs> love, love finds a way, you know. He's he's an old looking dude too. <laughs> but the weirdest part about this story is that he uh, was a historical cosplayer, essentially, like. He would dress up as Napoleon Bonaparte specifically. Like, that was his specialty in, like, history and teaching. What is that? Uh, reenactments. He did reenactments of Napoleon specifically, like, era stuff. So there's tons that's of photos. That's suspect already. Oh, that's yeah. so sus. I don't, I don't trust people who do reenactments. It's, yeah, it's just like, like the Confederate reenactments and shit like uh-huh. that. It's like, I Confederate, see what... World War II, like, why are you trying to cosplay as a Nazi on your weekend? He's like, you're too excited about this. Them boots are too shiny, man. <laughs> For real. So yeah, he... Actually, his plan to kill himself was he was going to dress up as Napoleon and kill himself in a public way. So that's a, a, another huge bullet that you know he dodged he dodged yeah that everyone else <laughs> exactly like I'm so glad that you know someone was able to like catch this drunk dude with his girlfriend's dismembered arms instead of like you know traumatizing a, you know a crowd of people as he you know killed himself dressed up as Napoleon Bonaparte and I'm really interested to see if we ever find out like what what went wrong what was this thought process of like okay what happened you know, I'm not just gonna dismember my girlfriend I'm not just gonna like kill myself but i'm gonna do it as napoleon bonaparte like that's so strange to me uh, i want and, to be like input like brought the napoleon part into the relationship you know like, oh <laughs> apparently she also did the reenactment stuff so you you know oh that that was a constant was i'm gone. sure <laughs> oh yeah he, they had like napoleon costume for inside the house and outside the house <laughs> Like your Mr. Rogers shoes. <laughs> take, it, take off your yeah. one cosplay and adorn your other one. Yeah. I've, I've never seen like a case where the people involved were so well photographed. Like there's so many photos of this dude like on a horse dressed up as Napoleon. So strange. Um, but another interesting part about this case is that uh, a female student at the same university like uh, a little ways back actually reported him to the police for... It doesn't go into details, but his behavior was not befitting of a teacher. So who knows? More that befitting was like of a, a Napoleon. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so we we're not quite sure what would the, what would that was all about. But the police did have him on their radar. So like, was it because of his standing in this you know, like university that he didn't get investigated? He didn't lose his position. And a local counselor at that same university, you know, described him as eccentric and 
he had tweeted some concerns about his behavior in the past. So it's not like this dude came out of nowhere. Yeah, there were some know, breadcrumbs. That, yeah, and there, there were always enough is. people in the community saying like, "Hey, it's uh, let's stop <laughs> him." The guy early. in a Napoleon costume. He's weird. I, I don't. I don't want to say he's gonna like dismember his girlfriend and like try to throw her in the river, but maybe somebody should go check in on them. But that's not enough people were willing to uh, step up to this important historian. And it's always the it people you most expect. You know? Yeah. Exactly, people you know who So strange. But he, uh, once he was arrested, he admitted to everything. Um, he wasn't trying to hide it, but I, I don't know what your legal defense would be I, when winding up in a river holding a, someone's arm. My, my defense is Napoleon Complex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For real. But no, that was a, that was a great game. <laughs> I love your presentation. Yeah, it's so great. Um, and, uh, the name of the victim, uh, let's see, uh, was Miss Yashchenko, Yashchenko, and uh, Oleg Solkov, Sokolov. I'm not gonna lie; these Eastern European yeah, names no, are killing they're, me. They're very European. <laughs> but uh, I was kind of surprised when I started doing like a little bit of like Google research on this. Uh, when I first typed in Oleg and then like S, I was expecting it to like only be news stories about this dude. But there's actually some other pretty famous Olegs out there. I, I didn't realize it was such a common name. Also, I wonder how many you, also dismembered their girlfriends. I mean, with a name like Oleg, you never know. <laughs> you never know. Oleg! <laughs> <laughs> and if you Google Oleg so Sokolov, like, the first thing that comes up is not that he dismembered his girlfriend. It's like his, like, awards that he won as a historian and, like, horse, photos horse. of him on his horse. It's like... Can we like focus in on the where shit went wrong <laughs> part? Like, move it up a peg. <laughs> yeah, come on, Google. You can tell I'm googling this shit from the United States. I clearly don't care about this Russian historian I'm trying to get to that crime. My, my thing about dismemberment is I just feel like you gotta be strong because like, it's not it's not easy to cut up a body. I was gonna, it's hard for me to like cut apart chicken. Like give me a whole chicken and like piece it out. That, that's hard. That's I need, how you like, out. Yeah, I need to break. put some force behind it. I can't imagine like a large animal, like a human. Because <laughs> mm. we are just large animals. <laughs> yeah, people are animals for sure. Yeah, but no, that was love. It. It's great case. I'm glad to have you on and to see some other spooky, spooky shit we're gonna have coming forward. Yes, I'm very excited. Kelly and I got some stuff in the works. It's gonna be sick. A little bit different content than what you used to. So switch things up yeah we out here though so uh enjoy the music coming up i haven't picked it out yet but i'm gonna make it slap i promise that <laughs> but yeah so i mean i'm andre i'll let battle know that you guys all said hi even though you didn't uh rob do you have anything to plug no i'm i'm good it's it's good to good to be here good to be sharing these stories get that information out Alright, and uh, I'll catch you guys on the flip side. Bye! Do you love true crime? Do you love the 90s? Well, if you do, you'll love 90s Crime Time, the podcast. I'm your host, Simone. And on 90s Crime Time, 
I'll be reading about and discussing these chilling 90s crimes with you. And unlike the Columbine High School Massacre, the O.J. Simpson trial, and the Oklahoma City bombing, I'd like to talk about 90s crimes that you may or may not have heard about much in the national and worldwide media. Theft, kidnappings, murder, are just some of the topics we'll talk about that happened in this crazy decade. So if the 90s and true crime is your thing, make sure you look out for new episodes of 90s Crime Time every Wednesday and Thursday on most podcast platforms. Check out the 90s Crime Time official Instagram page at 90s Crime Time and the official website at 90scrimetime.com. And I'll see you soon on the show. Tschüss. Mm-hmm.